Blog Talk Radio. Ah, yeah. So, 
Oh, boy, it's coming. I felt it all day today. I really felt the effects. I'm like, no, no. Because sometimes it'll hit me like three days before, four days before. But this is this is a whopper. Yeah, but, I, I read some uh, reports on it. That's why they, I know it, apparently it's going to affect my signs a little bit stronger. And it's yeah, over the yeah, head. It's always lovely. Yeah. Uh, anyway, everybody, while we're resuming, uh, <laughs> you are listening to The Wisdom of Spirit with Rosa Winterbrook, and we are here every Thursday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, and um, we offer a myriad of spiritual and metaphysical insights to help and guide you in your day-to-day living. The topics here include, but are not limited to, spirit messages and guidance, psychic and mediumship chats, alternative medical healing modalities. We have a monthly meditation, chakras, gemstones, tarot, runes, other forms of divination, astrology, numerology, you name it, we discuss it. Um, We have special guests from time to time as well, and next week, next Thursday on the 15th, we are having Lorraine Recchia, who... Uh, wrote the book My Wingmen, and she communicates with angels, and she's also psychic and um, not sure if medium, but same elk is Winterbrook and I, so it'll be a great discussion next week. And um, I know Winterbrook is doing a thousand things, so what are you up <laughs> to now, Winter, with the... Uh, Oh, geez, I didn't bring my calendar. <laughs> uh, hold on. <laughs> List if you can. Um, well, Monday night I will be at Voice of the Healing Soul. Um, but that, unfortunately, is uh, sold out. And um, let's see. I am desperately trying to get ready for Christmas. I'm too. getting your calendar. Let's see. Yeah, I just got it. I just pulled it up. Oh, I know what I'm doing. Next Wednesday, I'm so excited. Um, my full mediumship development class, we focused on platform mediumship. And the students, I had five students from the class volunteer, because it's completely optional, uh, to give a student mediumship demonstration in my office um, benefiting a charity. And last night we had a practice class because we've had, you know, several weeks between the last class because of my travels. So I said, well, we'll have a practice class just to warm you up for the following week. And they've picked uh, American Vet Dogs, which is a wonderful charity. I'm so excited. Um, it's, they, this charity matches service dogs to needy uh, servicemen. And first and first responders who are injured. So um, they do, you know, seeing eye dogs, uh, seizure dogs, ang- the 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 dogs that are just there to calm if you have anxiety or PTSD uh, from service. So I'm pretty excited uh, about this. And then on top of that, uh, in my fall development class, unfortunately, the second week of class, one of my new students. Um, at class, uh, learned her son had died, and um, she was with me at the time. So he was um, a former serviceman. He had served two tours, and so we are going to make the donation to um, Vet Dogs, America's Vet Dogs, in his memory uh, for their classmate. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, And as far as anything else, uh, this going to look at January. I'm going to be having um, uh, January 9th is a Monday evening. There are seats available. Look up my calendar. We're going to do um, meditation and mediumship evening with White Light Productions over in um, Holbrook. And the exact information is on the calendar. There are seats available. You have to call them. It should be a lovely evening. And on January 11th, 111, the magical number. I will be at Oceanside hey. Public Library. 
Uh, and then I start my psychic mediumship development classes again on January 18th. So if anyone is in the local area to Northport on Long Island, um, if you're interested, it'll be a very laid-back session, a lot of fun, and we're going to uh, exercise those psychic and intuitive muscles and see where we can advance to. Cool. Sounds like a good schedule. Yep. Okay. Um, as you all know, if you want more information about me, go to www.readingswithrose.com. And for more information about Winterbrook and to check out her calendar, go to www.winterbrookmedium.com. And... I'm not doing anything. I did a psychic fair uh, Sunday, this past Sunday, at the Hampton Inn. That was fun. And, um, yeah, I'm just back to doing my regular readings uh, by phone, by Skype, in person, you name it. I'll I'll read you wherever, however. (laughs) And um, that's it. So this evening we're going to be talking about crystals. Yeah, any of you who know me know I'm a crystal nut. My house is full of them. Yep, and me too. It just, it's like it's an addiction. It's like I keep saying I really don't need any more. I've got everything I really need and, and then a new crystal will come up or I'll see something and I just I gotta have it. So, um I think what if you have no other crystal in your collection, or you have no crystals, if you want to go out and buy a crystal, you should get yourself a nice clear quartz crystal. And uh, start with that, because that is, um, it's just, you know, your all-around best crystal to have. And it also helps amplify any of the crystals that you need. And... Another thing about clear quartz is it's associated with the angel Raziel. So, um, you know, I would start, I, I actually, I did start with a clear quartz crystal. Um, yeah. But, uh, well, the, the first crystal I received was a gift from my ex-husband. It was an amethyst, a chunk of amethyst that was absolutely gorgeous. And... Um, yeah, that's that the one I usually, I recommend that one if you're going to get one to start. I usually recommend the amethyst for people. Um, I also recommend they get a clear quartz, but my my uh, one is amethyst if they're going for their first one. And if it's children, rose quartz is the best oh, yeah, one to start right. with for children. It's a very gentle, yeah. loving energy. Um, amethyst is wonderful because it promotes... Um, uh, the ability to sleep, you know, if you're having trouble with insomnia, and many people are, it's very calming. Uh, it will also amp up other crystals, um, and it's the, uh, you know, it's purple in color, which is a very high vibrational color. So. And it's great for your third eye. And the crown, yep, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's another almost like all-around type of crystal because it's really, really good. It also helps relieve headaches, fatigue, um, and supports your bones and your joints. So, yeah, it's definitely a great crystal to have and and one to add to your collection because I'm of the opinion crystals like tattoos, once you get one, you get another and another and another. But, well, um, I don't know anything about tattoos. I'll have to leave that to your expertise. Uh, but I well, can, no, uh, I'm not a tattoo expert, but I, I know people who have them, and I think it's hysterical. They're like, oh, no, once you get one, you have to get a second one. And then they want a third one, but you can't get a third and not get a fourth. It's just like it's wild. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, there's another crystal that's really good for um, for sleep. It's lapidolite. And uh, I keep a, a piece of lapidolite on my night table. Well, actually, I keep, 
I keep two blades of blue kyanite, uh, one on each night table because um, it, kyanite helps you to helps balance all your chakras. So I figure, what's better than while I sleep, have the kyanite balancing all my chakras, you know, and the lipidolite fosters a tranquil, peaceful calming energy for mind, body, and spirit. So that's another I great love, one. I love kinate because the other nice thing about kinate, and I actually have a whole one-pound piece next to my mm. bed. <laughs> I like things big. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. Um, so the nice thing about kinate is it is a self-cleansing crystal. Oh, so yeah. You don't, you don't need to cleanse it. And I actually, I have several pieces of kyanite. I have the big hunk. I couldn't pass up. I was in California, <laughs> and I found it. Um, but I have one that's like, it fits in my palm. It's the, you know, if I, ca- I can't actually wrap my fingers around it entirely. And that one I would use when I was doing uh, a lot of chair healing, like at spiritual services. I would tuck uh-huh. that in my, uh, my coat uh, pocket there usually wore a suit and you know in between because i might do six or seven healings boom 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 so i would just kind of grab the kyanite in between healings the other thing it's very useful for is if you get um a little bit more energy than you're accustomed while you're doing healing because that does happen from time to time if uh, spirit comes on a little bit stronger than you're accustomed and you need to download as i say i used to tell people hold the crystal download it in there or you can hug a tree, but a tree may not be around. Yeah, it might not be convenient to hug a tree. Uh, <laughs> speaking of healing, the other great stone for healers and people who do healing is apophyllite. And ah. that's another, yeah, that's another, uh, like a white quartz crystal. And it is to facilitate and strengthen conscious intended connection with the spiritual world and it's a great energy stimulator that brings high crystal energy to mystical spiritual and other endeavors they call it the healer stone and uh, when i first started out with reiki i would go to my teacher and have demos here there and everywhere and i would go there with two maybe lemon-sized pieces of apophyllite and while she was doing her presentation and talking about um, Reiki and everything, I'd be buzzing up my palms with the the Apophyllite, and it's just such a great energy conductor. You're going to love this. I got a piece of that, not as big as the Carnite, on the night table, too. I I have a lot of crystals rose. And then I have my Selenite wand, which is uh, probably four inches in diameter. No, radius, I'm sorry, diameter cuts across, and um, about five pounds, that's on the other night table. Oh, my God. <laughs> i got to be honest, it sounds horrible since over the air, but I was in a relationship with somebody who uh, did this kind of work. He did psychic readings, and um, he couldn't be in my bedroom. He'd be bopping off the walls. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> I had to put my yeah, that'll my do it to you. So... But, I have um, a selenite. I wouldn't call it a wand because this this piece of selenite is about 17 inches long by two inches wide. Yeah, that sounds like and, a wand. Uh, yeah, but it's a nice chunk of selenite. And sometimes when I'm doing healing work, I'll take that and I'll lay that along the entire spine of the client. And uh, if it needs other crystals, of course, uh, I'm directed in what crystal I need to to use, but um, another thing we need to talk about is stones for mercury retrograde. They actually are, <coughs> oh God, pardon me, stones for mercury retrograde. Hmm. The first one is brown jasper, and the brown jasper is for gentle earth grounding and support. Speaking about grounding, the next one is hematite for quick, quick grounding and protection from negative energies that are sent in your direction from others. 
Aries, got to be careful. Um, well, it, it next one is Ruby's Just let me comment huh? on the uh, hematite. I actually keep the, the hemat- magnetized hematite, the ones that, you know, act like magnets, uh, at my office. And first of all, the children love it. Like if mom comes in and she's got a young one, I hand them up a handful and they start sticking them on the metal chairs. Uh, the other thing uh-huh. I do is when my students, sometimes they are in class because they need to learn to manage the energy and ground. Right. So if they get a little bit too high or have difficulty, I'll just put one of those in their hand. Sometimes i got to send them home with one. You know, I'd say stick, a, stick one right in your pants pocket to help you ground during the day so you get used to it on your own. Right, right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then uh, the next one is Ruby Zoizite, which helps you from being lazy, and it sparks the creative energies and keeps you focused on you and your actions. And then um, good old blue lace agate. I love the feeling of blue lace agate. It's just so calming and soothing to your emotions during a stressful period. And um, that's a great crystal. And then Amazonite for help in keeping clear communication, So, which is good for Geminis and people <laughs> with Gemini rising <laughs> in Mercury retrograde. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what my Gemini would do, but, like, it got to the point. I was having problems with a friend, and... Uh, a colleague said, who's the Gemini? I said, nobody's a Gemini. And she said, somebody's got Gemini rising or whatever. And that was me. And I learned, after having a discussion with her, I learned that when in the Mercury retrograde, when I speak to this person, I need to keep our discussions very um, generic, because he's a Leo. And... uh I, I would just say things, you know, my Gemini rising, I would just bleh stuff out, and it would always be the wrong thing at the wrong time. It would hit that sensitive Leo nerve. Oh, no, no, that's was, not your Gemini, dear. That, that's Sagittarius, foot in mouth disease. That I know. Oh, <laughs> oh half of one, six of the other. <laughs> no, the two things I know about astrology, foot in mouth disease. Oh, yeah, that's that, the Sagittarius, but I'm not so sure with foot in mouth. I, I don't know, but. Well, that's the way my was, friend would was, describe her, because she was Sagittarius. She said that's why we get along so well. Um, she, she was in Sagittarius, and her moon was Gemini, and, you know, I'm the other way. So she explained the reason she always said such dumb stuff, and believe me, it was dumb, um, it was because she was a Sagittarius. So I said, oh, that's my problem when my moon sign's getting too loud. I, I, I see the dumb things, huh? Yeah, and that's why, I, I'm telling you, there was a time where everywhere I walked in my house, I was stubbing my toes. I was killing one toe or the next. Uh, I had one on each foot that was injured, and then I hit another one, and I called my friend. I said, tell me something. With Sag Moon, does that make me clumsy? Because I'm really not really clumsy, clumsy, but I I was going through such a period of clumsiness. He said, definitely, definitely. (laughs) So I'm like, okay. Um, All right, we have one caller here. Let's see who we have. Hi, 316. Hello there. Hello. 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 Is there a human on the other end of this line? Hello. Hi. I I'm I barely hear her. Hello. I can barely hear you. Can you hear me now? A little bit. Hello. Yes. I can. Thanks for calling. Oh, thank you. Um, I was wondering if you guys are doing questions for a reading. Sure. Oh, okay. Um, I'm wondering. Um. Uh, I'm supposed to see a friend on Sunday. I have a date, and I'm kind of wondering if you see it going well. This coming Sunday? Yes, in the evening. Okay. You want to start, Rose? This is your expert. This is where you you (laughs) shine. I'm tuning in. Yeah, you have a date. Uh, Give me the first name, please. Um, His name uh, starts with the letter O. Okay. 
I think we'll do Tell me it will go well. It's going to be a nice evening. Um, okay. So, this is the first date? No, no, oh, no, no, no. We've, we've seen each other before. But it's been a while. He's been busy. I've been busy. That okay. sort of thing. It seems like it's going to go very well. So, I wouldn't, don't get yourself crazy, nervous, overly, you know, worried about it. It's going to go good. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I'm seeing that you're going to go on another one. That's why I thought you said this was a first date with the reception. Oh, no. And then I saw, because all of a sudden I saw that there's another date following, so I said there'll be a second oh. date. Oh, okay, but great. But have you been apart, like, logistically? I'm sensing there was, like, a yes. distance here. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, we live on the opposite sides of the town, and um, I, I just went back to, um, I, I've been busy with work, and his schedule's been really bad, so it's a nightmare. I mean, we both want to see each other, but it's just like I'm, my, I, our schedules are really bad right now. Okay, so right. Karen, I, what I'm getting is, um, uh, okay, so would you understand a great ant? Because I, I feel an ant vibration stepping forward, but I feel like it's from the grandmother's generation, and I don't feel like it's grandma. Um, maybe her, her sister. Hers. Um, maybe her sister. Yeah, that would be a great aunt. Would be grandma's sister. Yes. Okay. Because yes. I have her stepping forward. Um, she was opinionated, and she spoke. Yes. Okay, I'm going to give you some evidential information about her. Um, I think she was even more opinionated than your grandmother, even though they were sisters. Correct. Correct. And she's also telling me she had a she had a lot of common sense, this woman. Yes. I don't feel that yes. she was highly educated as far as college. She's shaking her head at me. But she had a lot of good common sense. And she had a strong intuitive ability. Like, you know, she had a second knowing when it came to people. Yes. All right, so she she would know if there was a shyster. That's what I go want oh, to yes. say. Okay. Yes. So um, what she's saying is she's kind of snapping her clapping her hands at you, and she's saying, Karen, you need to make time for this. This is something you want, and that, I, mean, I don't know if it's this particular gentleman. I mean, you want relationship. She's telling me, and um, she said, but you need to give her as much priority as you do the other parts of your life. Yes, yes, I completely and, understand it, yes. And she's saying um, she doesn't want you to be alone when you're older. She wants you to have someone and companionship. This is your great aunt, so she watches yes. over you. Yes, um, You need help with things also, she said. Yes. Okay. So, you know, she's looking at this that she wants to see, you know, she, she's an older generation than us, or you and me. Um, yeah, And correct. she's, um, you know, very much into you should be settled down, um, et cetera. And she, she's just kind of coming in to put her foot down and refocus your priority list a little bit, she said, because it is important um, for you to be in a, in a good, uh, supportive, uh, romantic relationship. Yes. Yes, that's so, my plan for 2017. <laughs> Get that. that well, she's saying yes. start now, don't wait. Yes. All right, so I feel yes. like if you get, you know, if you go on this date and you have a lovely time with the gentleman and you want to make another date, I have a feeling she's saying make yourself available. Don't. Okay wait, you know, let other things get in the way, because what may be real important, you might think is real important right now, won't be very important 10, 15 years from now. Oh, yeah, I understand, yes. Okay, so know that, um, and would you understand that your grandmother is also in spirit with her? Yes. Because I see two of them. Um, She just came through because she has the bigger mouth, she's telling me, (laughs) and she's laughing. Um, yes. But they are together, 
they do bicker oh. a bit. I don't know if you remember Grandma and her sister bickering a bit. They like they loved each other, but they bickered a bit. Yes. And um, yes. they are still bickering a bit. Um, but they enjoy that, so it's not that it's uh, anything negative. They just they wouldn't want to be with each other if they couldn't bicker with each other. This was part of the enjoyment they gave each other. Um, yes. And also, I don't want to call it one-upmanship, but more um, they like to kind of tease or, you know, I, I got you on that or, you know. Yes. The sisterly rival, sibling rivalry, that's what I want, yes. the word I want to come up with. So they are together, and um, they're also causing a bit of um, trouble up there in the world of spirit. Oh, okay. <laughs> like they're teenage girls again. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so they're having a good time. So much love from them, um, and happy holidays. And I'm gonna, oh, okay. I don't know if Rose needs to say anything else. I'll leave off to her. <laughs> Yeah, I did have one more thing to say. I get the feeling that you guys are going to be getting closer logistically, and I feel that he's the one that's going to be making the move. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's not happy with his, his arrangement now. Yeah, what? yeah, he's he's up. He's not happy with his arrangement now, where he's at now. Right. That's correct. So sometime feels like mid two thousand seventeen. Uh, there's going to be a a shift, and somehow it's going to put him logistically closer to you. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he he's in a situation where it's got to come to an end sooner or later. So yeah, definitely understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a great cause of stress to him and fatigue. I'm saying. Yeah. So. Yeah. But the date's going to go really well. Oh, good. Sounds good. <laughs> oh. All right. Didn't really worry about it. Yeah, so thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. For your information, well, thank you both for of calling. you. Okay, thank yes, you. And thank you for evening. listening. We appreciate oh, it. Oh, sure. No problem. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, dear. Bye-bye. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's a vibration, they heighten vibration, 
you can, you know, there are belief systems that believe there's actually uh, consciousness within the crystal so that the crystal is actually an entity you can um, talk, whether or not it's in the crystal or there's just, you know, um, a a being that's connected to the energy of the crystal is something else. But the question I frequently get from people who are getting into starting their journeys, um, what crystal should I have? For each of my chakras, if I were to get like one crystal, they want to like put the crystal on each chakra, lay on the bed, clear their chakras, meditate. And um, so I thought it'd be kind of cool if we could mention a little bit of that. Well, but each chakra resonates to a different crystal. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, like okay, we're going to go. We talked about having the clear quartz and the amethyst are basically really good starter stones along with the hematite to help you ground. Um, and then if it's a young person or even an adult is good too. I have a lot of rose quartz, the, store, the stone of love. Um, but if you wanted to get like a, a set of seven or eight crystals, one for each of your chakras, um, that's just a question I get frequently. So I was... Just you out there... Um, Clear quartz resonates with the crown chakra. You could also use selenite or apophyllite. Then your third eye, as we said earlier, amethyst, fluorite, and um, sigillite. Those are good. The throat chakra, uh, sodalite, lapis, blue lace agate. Or your heart chakra. Yeah, but the throat chakra also mentioned turquoise because that's such a common stone, especially turquoise in jewelry. as well. Yeah, any really throat chakra, any blue stone. Um, the meteorite I use sometimes, too. That's a beautiful blue stone. The heart chakra, everybody, you know, rose quartz, rhodonite. Um, but since the heart chakra, they always associated it with uh, green Previously, now they're associating it with pink. What I like for the heart chakra is unikite, because that stone is green and pink. So that's like the perfect heart chakra stone. And then you get down to your solar plexus, which I love citrine for the solar plexus. Uh, Golden calcite or yellow calcite, golden topaz. Um, anything gold or or yellow in color. And then the sacral carnelian is like the best. You can also use amber, um, golden topaz, dark, deep golden topaz. And then the root. The root, you've got, those are your red stones. So red jasper. I love garnet for the root chakra. And ruby. Oh, I love garnet. Yeah. And uh, ruby, what else? Bloodstone. That's also another good... Uh, but bloodstone also has red with green in it. Uh, we said red jasper. Yeah. So so those, you know, if you get one of each of those or each corresponding color to the chakra, uh, you'd be good. That would help. And like we said earlier, you know, blue kyanite is great because that just takes care of all the chakras. Oh, absolutely. It's just I've had, you know, people they'll walk in if I'm in the office and I see the lights on. Um, and I've had that question about three times now from three different people. So let's just see if we could yeah. mention it. Let's talk about cleansing your crystals. There are various ways in which to cleanse them. You have to be careful using water because there are certain crystals that will dissolve in water. So unless you know them really, really well, like it's not recommended to leave malachite, lapis, selenite, or turquoise soaking in water. It's just not good. Um, You can bury them in some earth and leave them in the earth overnight. You can also pass the crystals through fire, through candlelight, if you light a candle and 
do it that way. You can, this is my favorite thing to use, is huge sage. Smudge them with some sage, and that cleans them. And then put them out in the sunlight and the moonlight. If you put them out at night, let them get a nice bath in moonlight. Put them in a windowsill. And when the sun comes up, they'll be bathed in sunlight. And that's a really good cleansing. You can also place them on a cluster or a geode of clear quartz, amethyst, and even kyanite if it's, you know, big enough. And there's one more method. Um, you could bury them in brown rice overnight, too. That's another way of cleansing the uh, crystals. And then the other way I, I usually tell people especially if you're not sure if it should be put in the sun or the moon or the water or salt. Um, you can always just visualize and pull in white light from the divine and see it encircling and immersing the crystal. Yep. Yeah, because amethyst is one of those crystals, if you have it in the sun a lot, it will kind of bleach it out. Right, that's what I'm saying. For people that don't know, this is, you know, also safely. For, and, you know, there's a lot of people that can't sage. Um, like, I can't use sage at my office because people have uh, smoke allergies. So um, one way is to just, and everybody can do this, pull in the white light from the divine and see it, you know, immerse your crystal. Imagine it just going through the crystal um, and, you know, the white light will just clear it off and charge it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways to, to clean them and, uh, and clear now, of them. Of course, and if your crystal is physically dirty, that's not going to help you, but you need to double-check the how you can physically clean the crystal. You know, as Rose said, whether it can be immersed in plain water or, you know, do you need a special uh, cloth or something like that. Yeah, and like even if you even if you would take the crystals and put them in the earth, you know, bury them in dirt, let's say you dig them up and they're a little dirty, that's okay because you could take a handful of white or brown rice and just rub it and that'll get the, you know, the residual dirt off, and they'll be good to go. Cool. I didn't know the rice trick, so that's interesting. Except yeah. that uh, I buy the rice that you it already comes in the bag, and you put the bag in the pot. <laughs> oh, no, no. Boil a bag. <laughs> Boil a bag. Yeah, no, no. My mother would say, that's not rice. But, um, yeah. Uh, whatever, you know, hey, you know, use whatever you use. I got another crystal here that a lot of people don't know. How light. It's a white crystal with, like, black and gray splotches. But how light is a very healing crystal. It's also known to aid against insomnia. And um, it's the ultimate calming stone. So it also helps to strengthen memory and stimulate your desire for knowledge. I wouldn't recommend that to any Geminis because that would be overstimulation. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm definitely mentally active, let me tell you. Yeah, you guys don't need anything to stimulate your desire for knowledge. (laughs) Uh, It inspires arm communications. Um, uh, About how light is, um, when I was first on this path, Somebody advised me, who was you know, more of an expert in, in crystals, to bury. I had to buy some and bury some because I had somebody who was kind of like harassing me a bit. So um, it's a protective stone, too. To bury halite? Yeah. You know, that I didn't know. Well, the gentleman in question was astral projecting to my home. So what she suggested was that I purchased halite and then bury a couple of piece, pieces, you know, along the border of the property. And it actually, it stopped after I did that. So there you go. That's interesting. You know, years ago I had 
a beautiful jade ring. It was called a saddleback ring. And I just loved it. It was precious to me. And all of a sudden one day, the underneath part, you know, like um, if you turn your hand over, the the part with your, your palm facing up, that part of the ring had split. And I happened to be doing an event with my teacher, and I said, look at what happened to my jade ring. What had you... Is this fixable? I mean, what can I do? And she's like, oh, no, no. You have to take that, and you have to go far away from where you would generally be, go to a place where you never go to, and bury it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and that's exactly what I had to do because she said, and, and she sells crystals as well, and she said to me, that ring took a hit for you. Some energy or some person or something was coming for you, and the ring wow. took it. That's why it's split. And she said, any time that happens, you have to take that piece of jade and you have to bury it. I didn't know that about jade, but I'm, I'm glad I got that uh, that heads up from her. Yeah, I, I didn't know that either. That's interesting. And then it's funny because I my, um, my acupuncture guy was Chinese, and I told him the story. And he said, "Oh yeah." He said, "He said you you have to bury it. You have to. That's it. You can't use that piece of jewelry anymore. There's, there's no fixing it." And I'm like, "Wow, that 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 was a bummer, but okay." So yeah, that's that's the jade story. Cool. And what else do we have here? Onyx. I know a lot of people like onyx tourmaline to. Uh, Lordy, sorry about that. Um, a lot of people like onyx and tourmaline to ground and to protect as well. Yeah, any of the black stones are usually good for grounding and protection. Um, I notice, like, you know, I got a good handle on it now as far as being grounded. But when I first started, it was one of the uh, t- uh, techniques or tr- things I had to learn. Uh, to do, and, you know, I would have a little difficulty staying grounded, but, of course, I had two uh, very um, energetic children as well, spiritually, all that good stuff, so it was, you know, it's the whole house, Um, and I would usually get a piece of hematite, or I have a piece of black tourmaline, um, and I just slip them in my pocket, like you're talking about, right, my jeans pocket, and that's what I suggest, you know, particularly for high schoolers, you know, I get... A lot of young people or moms come in, um, and, you know, their kids are hitting middle school and high school, and they're having a really hard time with the energies. So uh, I just give them a little piece of hematite, or I say go get a little little tiny piece of black crystal, uh, whichever one you're drawn to, and flip it, you know, flip it in the pocket. Remember, take it out before you put your pants in the washing machine. But um, it does help. It, it just it helps with the grounding and the shielding. Uh, especially when you're in, you know, crowded places and you start talking about being in schools with teenagers and they have all that hormonal stuff. Uh, They're loud energetically. They're loud emotionally. So that's, you know, always something handy to have. Right, right. It's really good. There's another... Oh, let's see, tourmaline. Somebody had said to me to protect your house. Um, put tourmaline and selenite in clear quartz. I guess you grab three of those stones. And you put that combo at all four corners of your property. And that's protection for the home. Hmm. I haven't heard yeah. that. Um, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, some people drive selenite uh, blades, selenite wands, whatever you want to call it, into the four corners of their property, too, for protection. I've heard of planting um, stones in the four corners. I just, at the top of my memory, I couldn't remember which ones. Um 
Yeah, that's, that's interesting. As I said, my experience, I only did it once, you know, uh, and I wasn't even that sure what was going on, but I had a friend who had psychic sight, and she would actually see him um, astral projecting, you know, to my yard. And um, it, it all stopped when we did the Howlite, so... If, wow. You know, so I had a po- I had a, a positive experience doing that because it sounds silly to go out and buy a crystal just to bury it, but hey, you know the crystals are from the earth, so. Right. Um, so. But I haven't had to do that um, since. <laughs> <laughs> Other methods now. <laughs> oh, what That's good. You need to do, I'll tell you. <laughs> so. If you're into feng shui, which I. Semi into it. I really wanted to study it, but it it hasn't been able to be worked into my little bag of tricks as of yet. I'll say. But those of you who do know feng shui, uh, you know that according to the Bagua, there are nine different areas of the home, and you have wisdom, career, friends, and travel, and then family, health, creativity. And then there's wealth and prosperity, your reputation or fame area, and love. So crystals that would be good in these areas, for wisdom, they recommend lapis, iolite, fluorite, or smoky quartz. For your career, funny, your career, their base chakra um, stones, carnelian garnet ruby. Uh, friends and travel, yellow jasper, moonstone, clear quartz. Family and community area, lapidolite, prenite. Prenite's hard to get a hold of. Snowflake obsidian. For the health area of the home, amethyst, amber, unikite, jade. Creativity and area, pearl, moonstone, clear quartz, and coral. For your wealth area, citrine, aventurine, and peridot. You also use pyrite there, too, if you wish. Uh, Reputation, fame, topaz, aquamarine, and lapis. And, of course, in the love sector of your home, you want to be using rose quartz, malachite, rhodochrosite, and emerald. And it's funny, somebody said to me once something about emerald connected to love, and she said, oh, yeah, emerald is known for um, love. And I'm like, I never knew that. And emerald supposedly identifies with everlasting love. Well, sure, that's that's the heart chakra. That makes absolute sense. And that's also healing center, and, you know, malachite is a very strong healer stone. Well, you have to be careful if it's malachite in the rough as opposed to uh, smooth. So the other I thing is, you talked about one. crystals, like, you know, placing them, but what I, actually, my, I have a lot of crystals around the house, I'll be honest, but what I really love to do is wear them. Um, oh, Yeah. And I have a piece, a couple large pieces, you know me, I like things big, um, huh? that I'll wear like to public demonstrations just because the energy that flows through them and it goes out into the audience. And I, my favorite one right now is, um, it's called Spirit Quartz, or another name is uh, <clears throat> Flaming Aura Quartz. And it's just incredible. Um, but if you can wear jewelry. I mean, you know, I guess a lot of men really can't, but um, I would definitely recommend finding, you know, a nice pendant. What I like to do is just, I have one chain that I can, it's got big boxes, so I can make it a shorter chain or a longer chain, and then I get the little pendants. I have a turquoise, I have a butterscotch, amber, I have a chlorite, and I, you know, mix them up depending on the day. And I, I do feel the shift in my vibration as soon as I put it on, and I'm drawn to wear a particular. I don't match it by my outfit. I just kind of go with what I should wear. And sometimes it's it's really funny because I'll pick a particular stone, and I'll be out that day, and I'll run into someone, and they'll just be 
focus. They have to grab my necklace, look at it, hold it while it's still attached to my, ne- you know, on me. And I, I wonder that, you know, spirit puts that, you know, kind of uh, moved me to wear that piece because I was going to run into that person. I didn't know that, but they did. And that's what that person needed, that vibration. So. Is that also known as fairy quartz? No. Okay. Uh, the fairy quartz is something else. Uh, it's spirit quartz or flaming aura quartz. And what it is, it's and titanium. all the um, colors? Yeah. But there's two. Fairy quartz has the little uh, tiny pieces on it. It's like a um, little, I don't know how you explain uh, How do I ex- describe that? Um, it's not a smooth surface. That's fairy quartz. Now, the flaming aura quartz looks like um, it's metallic, and it's really, and it's also called spirit quartz, and it's it's very bright and strong. And what it is is they've uh, alchemized, they use some alchemy process to place uh, titanium on the crystal. Oh, yeah, that has, like, dark, vibrant colors to it. Yeah. Right? You haven't like seen purple, my necklace? blues, gold. Yeah, and it does. I mean, the vibration is quite more refined than the than the just the clear quartz, which I love too. But um, that one is just yeah, it's yellow, brown, purple, you name it, green. So. Yeah, nice. And it basically this stone opens the crown and higher crown chakras, aligning and purifying the entire chakra system. Uh, facilitates out-of-body journeying, also thing I love to do, and essential process <laughs> activates the life. I, you know, people worry about being claustrophobic in a in a closet. And I'm like, yeah, but your soul's in your physical body. Talk about claustrophobia. Um, facilitates multidimensional spiritual and cellular healing. So it's really a really strong um, stone, and. I like to wear it, as I said, when I'm going to be with groups. Sometimes I just wear it to go to the grocery store because I just love the feeling. And uh, it does give off a nice energy to anyone in the parameter there. So, you know, if you're going to start investing in crystals and you happen to like wearing jewelry, I would strongly suggest look at the jewelry end of it because then you're wearing it where you go, not necessarily it just sitting in the house. So I just want to kind of throw that in. Yeah, I have such a collection of crystal jewelry. I love it. Um, I had a heart attack last night. I have a beautiful pair of earrings made by Philip Crow, and his—I mean, his designs—they're all original. They're all one of a kind. They're gorgeous. These are—I forgot the name. Herkimer diamonds, okay? Oh, beautiful Herkimer diamonds with coral, and they're just like they slip in your earlobe. And you can like kind of press together, but there's no, there's nothing else. There's no like French hook or clip or anything. And I took a nap, and when I woke up, I only had one earring on. And I'm like, oh my god! And here I am getting ready to tear the living room apart. And I, I feel so bad because I'm like, what am I gonna do? And thank God for spirit guides because I had taken off the sweater I was wearing and changed to, uh, I think it was a pajama top or something. And I'm in panic mode, and I hear my guide say, it got stuck in the sweater. <laughs> so I go, and I look, and it it wasn't in the sweater, but it was on the floor in front of the sweater. Yeah. I'm like, oh. The sweater pulled right out of your ear. Yep. 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 So uh, that was a good save. Yes, I didn't have to go into panic mode. <laughs> But, hey, listen, I see we have about a minute left, so I just want to wish everyone a great week. Um, Stay calm, cool, collected with all the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. We're going to have our angel communicator joining us next Wednesday, uh, next Thursday, I'm sorry, uh, which was just perfect timing with the upcoming holidays, and I'm excited. And thank you, everyone, for calling in and listening. Love you. Yeah, thank you all so much. Keep calm, keep the focus on you. With Rosen Winterbrook on the Seiken Network and on Blog Talk Radio. Have a great week. Bye.
Blessings be with you today. And See you next week. Ciao.